This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com We've been trying to understand over the past months the Messias that we live in, the world that we live in, the Elokus that we're living in. And in order to understand that, in light of the Derech HaVashamtav, that the symptom is enikapshutah, that everything is elokus, and the atmechai is kulam, that everything, everything is Hashem. And lays also podumineh, and there is no place without Hashem. So the past few weeks we've been talking about if that's the case, and that is the case, so then how do we understand the division of places in the world and people, meaning the places of Kedusha and places of Tumah and so on and so forth. And that brought us to... A longer discussion of a basic Yisod in Hasidus, which is, of course, like all of Hasidus, based upon the Zohar Kodesh and the Zohar Kodesh and the and Kisveri, the chilik between the chilik between the Malikal Amun and Sevir Kalamun, between Or Pnimi and Or Makif, a light that fills the light of Hashem that fills that penetrates and the light that surrounds. We've been talking about. This for a few weeks, and at the end, I mentioned last week that we would talk a little bit about halacha for a few minutes. We saw in the fifth parak of Tanya last week that that in the Swarm, in the Zohar Kodesh and Kisveri, that Torah is referred to as mazon, as food, as food that fills, food that fills. Mashainikain mitzvahs are referred to as levushim, as garments that that cover, that don't enter or penetrate. The person puts on and takes off. And that's the difference between Torah mitzvahs. And in halacha, I just wanted to mention before we begin to learn this maimah from Rabbi Yol Khan. In halacha, let me give you a few examples that demonstrate this difference between or pnimi and or, or pnimi and or makif. The Torah is the Muslim lanefesh, it's the food of the soul, and the mitzvahs are the garments of the soul, the rotsen of Hashem, the rotsen of Hashem that surrounds the person, kivyochel, as opposed to the, as opposed to the, the Muslim of Hashem that's an or pnimi, an inner life. Hashem is, of course, everywhere. But as we've been learning the past few weeks, our experience of Elokuz and how we and how we see that Atamachayas Kulam in our lives depends upon where we are, what we're doing and so on. Everything is Elokuz, but it's experienced in a different way. That Gilui takes place in a different way. So, for instance, let's just learn a little bit, some examples in halacha. So, I mentioned this briefly last week, that the, the, the question of being mahara b'tayra b'mokam erva. A person, a person is not allowed, according to halacha, kasha liboy royas erva, if a person is not dressed, if the, if the person is Bottom, the bottom part of the person's body is uncovered, so there's a din of libo roa erva, 
he's he's not dressed properly, he's uncovered. Or if a person is in a makam tinofis, in a place that is uh, that is dirty, that is that is uh, that there's a terrible odor and there's, it's dirty and so on. The halach is that it's also to, to be mahar b'divetarah. In such a situation that one is not allowed to be even thinking about divetarah, can't be mahar b'divetarah. However, when it comes to when it comes to a mitzvah, performing a mitzvah, meikar hadin. When we're talking about a mitzvah, meikar hadin, it's not also to be mekayim a mitzvah. As strange as it sounds, it's not also to be mekayim a mitzvah when a person is in a state of libaroris ha'erva, such as sitting in the sukkah and so on, or performing any mitzvah, meikar hadin. It's brought down. It's a fairish mishnah in the first parak of Trumas that an arum that is tyrant, that a person who's undressed and he takes off truma, he performs a mitzvah of, of separating the truma, the din is that it's truma, so is truma. The truma is a truma. only thing that the Rambam, based upon the Yushalmi, says, of course, there's a problem as far as the brach is concerned. You can't say the Shem Hashem. But as far as the act itself of the mitzvah, the act itself of the mitzvah, there's no isr per se, to a mekayim a mitzvah in that state of, of being arum, there's no visit. It's not. Another example, and I'll explain in a second. When it comes to Tashmish Kedush and Tashmish Mitzvah, a cloth of Sefer Torah of Tfilm of Mezuzah, Tashmish Kedusha. So the halach of Tashmish Kedusha. Is that the chayiv? When a person is not not using, when this is he's finished using it, so the tashmish kedusha, the din is that they have to be put into geniza, and there's the very strong isur not to be mavaza any tashmish kedusha. Shemus or tashmish kedusha, you can't be mavaza pieces of Torah, There's a halacha of geniza of how they have to be discarded in a proper way. And you can't be mavaza them. You can't treat them in any disrespectful way, as as, as, as the post can say in halachas. Even achashabolu, even after they're worn out, and even if it's not recognizable, the letters you can't you can't you can't just be mavaza. You can't throw it out. Much any kind when it comes to tashmisha mitzvah, but tashmisha mitzvah after the mitzvah is finished, there's no din of kedusha. There's no din of geniza when it comes to the when it comes to the. Uh, the schach and so on, other parts of the mitzvah or shayfah, there's no din of geniza. There's no halacha by a mitzvah, tashmish a mitzvah, an object of a mitzvah. There's no. There are hanhagis of derech and so on, but there's no din. There's no There's no din of geniza when it comes to, the, to, when it comes to tashmish a mitzvah. Another example. A tamachachim, a Jew, who is, who is sofu, who is saturated with there's of course halachas of how to treat that person of standing up before him and all the dinam of kibbutz. But there's a whole simon in in, in Shulchan Aruch in Yeridei about how to be mechabed, how to be mechabed at Talmud That's 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 the case, regardless of whether at this moment he's learning or he's not learning. Not only that, but you will know that even if it's a, even if it's a zakin at Talmud Chacham, that he doesn't remember anymore his learning. The dinim of the dinim of kibud, because the talmud chacham, because the talmud chacham is 
is a person that is safug, that is filled with the ICS of Torah, with the letters of Torah over the course of his lifetime. Even this, this, the elderly person who can't remember the Torah that he learned, but Lamaisa, he's filled with the ICS of Torah. And that's a halacha by Tamachachim. We don't find such a din by Mekai Me Mitzvah. By Mekai Me Mitzvah. What we see from the Mishnah in Bikurim, from Bikurim we see that Bishas Kim HaMitzvah, at the moment that the Mitzvah is being observed. So the so then, at the moment that the mitzvah is being observed, the poal, so there are there are halachas that stand up before persons of a kind of mitzvah. We learn, I mean, it's the whole thing of, uh, when it comes to a wedding, do you stand up before the chasnakala? So it's, a, it's not a chasulchan, it's a whole discussion about whether or not there's this. Now in America, it became a very big thing, but uh, it wasn't ever a big thing like this, to stand up before, you know, uh, when the chasnakala <coughs> say that. But... But by Mekayme Mitzvah, when a person is Mekayme Mitzvah, the only time that we see in Halacha that there's such a concept, the Chlal, of standing up, is when the Mitzvah is being the Queen of Paul, when the actual Mitzvah is being observed. But the second that the person is finished with the Mitzvah, there's no Indian that we stand up before Mekayme Mitzvah, that you stand up before a person who was Mekayme, who was Mekayme Mitzvah, or is known as a person who all Baruch Hashem Mekayme Mitzvahs. There's no Din of Kima before a Jew that was Mekayim Mitzvah a half hour ago. There's no such thing. So all of these chilukim, just to just to finish this Indian for now, all of these chilukim, all of these differences could be understood. It's explained in the Svarma Kedoshim. These are just some examples. There are many, many other examples. That when it comes to Torah, when a person, when a Jew comes into contact with Torah, so he's coming into contact with, the, with that Kedusha that's called an Or Pnimi the inner light of Hashem that is revealed, the mozal, the nefesh, the food that is that is absorbed in the person. Mimela, there's a chalois of Kedusha Pnimis upon a person who studies Torah. There's a chalois of, when there's a Talmud Chacham, <coughs> there's a chalois of Kedusha Pnimis in a person, with a person that learns Torah. So therefore, when it comes to Kisveyakod, there's Tashmisha Kedusha that we spoke a minute ago about Tashmisha Kedusha have to be handled regardless, even as Achash even though it's no longer legible. Tashmisha Kedusha are filled with that Or Pnimi, because that's the nature of of Torah, and anything that comes to contact with Torah, there's a Chalois Kedusha, and that Chalois takes place in a way that's an Or Pnimi. It enters into the Mitzias. It penetrates into that Mitzias. Going back to what we spoke about a few weeks ago, in the relationship between in the relationship between a Rebbe and a Talmud. As you recall, there, since Torah is an Orpnimi, the only way that it can work is if the Rebbe if the Rebbe who is the Mashpia designs custom designs that Torah to the mind and to the heart of the child, of the student, and that the child, the student, opens his mind and heart up in order to receive it. In order to receive it, in order to understand it. And we learned from the Tzemach Tzedek that that is a marshal of Or Pnimi. And when that Or Pnimi enters into the child, the Tachlis is that it transforms the student, it transforms the child. It makes him into, potentially it makes him into somebody who's like his Rebbe. That's when it comes to the Oisis of Torah, because it's Or Pnimi. Masha'enikainim, when it comes 
when it comes to or makif such as mitzvahs, where there the Indian is the mekayim the rotsin Hashem. Now, as you recall, we're not going over the whole thing again, but when it comes to rotsin, the marshal that the tzamasadik and the other swarm give is of the or Hashemish, which is very very powerful. <coughs> it's not absorbed. It doesn't penetrate. It's it it reaches all those who are in the light of the sun equally. So when it comes to when it comes to mitzvahs, there is no transformation of mitzvahs by the or pnimi by the kedusha of a, of a sefer Torah. Even even achashabal, even if the, it's worn out, or the tamachacham, even if the tamachacham is worn out. That mitzvah, that reality of that person was forever transformed by the Torah that he learned. That cloth, that parchment was forever, ever altered and transformed by the Torah that penetrated into it. It's forever changed. It's not the same. Regardless of the fact that now it's, uh, it's already worn out. Therefore, the special dinam of kibbutz and of, and of, and of geniza when it comes to the parishes of Torah. Not sure any kind when it comes to mitzvahs. Mitzvahs are an expression of our ability to express to, in our lives, to to be mekayim the rotsin Hashem, it's an expression of the rotsin Hashem. It's an or makif that does not penetrate into the into the pnimius of the person or the object, and therefore mitzvahs do not create, do not have the ability to create kedusha gluya, kedusha in a way that is revealed, that is clear, that is open. It doesn't have that the ability to do that. So mimela we understand. That when a person learns Torah, at least based upon the Rav Shulchanach, this is Machlokas Aposkim, but it's clear in the Rav Shulchanach. It's a discussion, a longer discussion that's not for now. That when a person is learning Torah, he's not Makavin Liboy Moicha, he doesn't have in mind, he's just saying the words. He's not trying to the best of his ability to understand the words, to understand the Torah that he's learning. So according to the Rav Shulchanar, he's not Mekayim the Mitzvah Talmud Torah at all. He's not Mekayim the Mitzvah Talmud Torah. He's, he's saying the words over, and there is something to that. It's brought down in the Svar. But Lamaisa, the Mitzvah of Talmud Torah, he's not Mekayim, because since Torah is an Or Pnimi, it's that revelation of the light of Hashem that penetrates and that fills all of creation. That's what Levin Torah is. In that act of leaving a Torah, the the one who is learning Torah must focus, must think, and try to understand to the best of his ability to absorb the letters, the oasis of Torah. Masha Enikain, when it comes to mitzvahs, again, there's a sugi of Mrs. Tzichas Kavana, and Tzichas Kavana, and Lamaisa, when it comes down to it, even the simplest Jew in the world, that Mekayim, the mitzvah of, of Lulav, he doesn't understand, he doesn't know what he is. He knows that he's Mekayim Mitzvah. It's the most basic, just that he's, even if we say Mitzvah Tzichas Kavana, we're not talking about the Kavana Sadariza or the Rashash. We're not talking about an, an understanding of the Tama Mitzvah or whatever. We're just talking about that he's cognizant of the fact that he's being Mekayim Mitzvah. And even that is not uh, uh, necessarily Lehikuvet Zemachlokes. There, he's Mekayim the Mitzvah. But since the Mitzvah, since Mitzvah son or Makiv, an ormakiv, which is a, an expression of being the kind of the rotsna of Hashem. So when it comes to a makiv, there's no Indian of hachana, of preparing to be able to receive that light. There's no Indian of 
kedusha that's chal on the person. This shem shemaim is chal al There's such a thing as an ormakif that that connects itself to the mitzvah, but it's not an or pnimi. Of course, with tefillin and sefer Torah there's an or pnimi. That's tashmishik kedusha. It's something else. But when it comes to mitzvahs in general, mitzvahs in general is is an expression of rotzen Hashem. And by rotzen Hashem, it's an ormakif. We're going to see more about this as we go along, as we move as we move along uh, in our discussion of, of our relationship to Elokus. But this affects everything in our lives, and also by different mitzvahs. There are mitzvahs that are b'chin of makif and saiviv, and there are others that are pnimi, which we'll talk about in mitzvah Hashem. Yeah? I was under the impression that the chitzonius affects the pnimius when you do mitzvahs. The rabbi just differentiated between tefillin and other mitzvahs. But I thought if you just do mitzvahs, it's going to affect the pnimius. There's no question that it affects the, the, when we, when we, when a person obs- observes the will of Hashem, that makes him to a greater servant of Hashem. That's not the same thing as the isis of the Sefer Torah, which, which the moment that we come into contact with, they penetrate into the, to the core, to the essence of who we are. By mitzvahs, of course, over time of observing mitzvahs, they affect the person because you're observing Hashem's will and you're, and you're making yourself subservient to the will of God, which, of course, has an effect on a, per- on a person. I'm not discussing whether it has an effect. Every mitzvah has an, makes an impact and has an effect. It's not the same thing that there's, there's no, uh, no halachic chalais of kedusha that takes hold of this person the time that he's being mekayim a mitzvah, but a mitzvah certainly sanctifies a person. That's how we make a bracha. Hashem, you sanctified us with your mitzvahs, and you commanded us to sit in the sukkah. You commanded us to bench lulu. You commanded us. The sanctification takes place over time because the person makes himself subservient to Hashem's will, and by making oneself subservient to Hashem's will, he lifts himself up to a higher place. That's not the same thing. As Limadatar. It's not the same thing. That's what the Tani was saying in Parakei. If Tani, it's not the same thing. Again, Hashem is everywhere. And and he's in, he's in the mitzvah, he's in everything. He's Les Asaponamine. Les Asaponamine. But we're discussing levels of uh, and, and ways of experience and, and revelation as we've been talking about the past few weeks. And there's a difference between a mitzvah and, and Limadatar. This is what the Tani is explaining over there. Okay. Now to to move to the next step, the next place in understanding our existence in Elokus, we're going to learn we're going to learn a mimer from the famous Mashpia Chabad, Rabbi Al Khan, Shavarikhasyon Vishanam. And and um, this was I mean he's prolific and there's there's he was the Lubavitcher's main chayzer, as I'm sure that you know. He's a, a, a genius of geniuses, and the greatest must be in the world of Hasidus. And and uh, there's there's a sefer that came out um, a few years ago, a few years ago on the Balatanya, which is a collection of some mamar from different mashpim and chabad, and it begins. It's called Harisha, the, the first one, the beginning, and. And the, the Sefer begins with a, a very important mimer from Rabbi Yol. Rabbi Yol, besides being a huge Tamachachim, is also a, a tremendous Balmazbir, a tremendous Koach of Hasbara, to explain <coughs> the deepest concepts in the simplest way. <coughs> and there are a few collections 
that were put together of his of his shiurim made it very very kedai to to get for those who are in Hebrew. It's not, I don't think it's in English, but it's very kedai for those who are trying to understand the others of Hasidus. And we're going to be learning a number of his mamarim because of their clarity, because of the clarity. So let's begin. Here, since the, it's the introduction to the Sefer, there's a little bit about the Alter Rebbe, which I thought is nice to do. It's not really necessary for what we're doing right now, but it's nice to do. Rabbeinu Azokin Hayarishin Betchumim Mohusim Rabbim. The Balatanya was the first, was a, was a trailblazer, began, opened things up in, in a number of very important places, things. Harishonius Vachad Shonus, his originality. Boltim Bimuchad Bishteha Yitzirus Achshuvish Kosovo are most obvious in the two works that he wrote himself, which is Hatanya Vashokanach. Well, we have Lukute Torah Torah or and many, many other form of his Mamarim, he didn't write those himself. Those were recorded by family and students. But Tanya and Shokanarh, Harav, of course he wrote himself. <coughs> Sefer Tanya, who has Sefer Harishon Shenichtav Kemavayar Ashitas Achasidus. Tanya is the first systematic, systematic discussion, explanation of Shitas Achasidus of the Derech Abosam. Before that, we only have collections of teachings on the Torah of, of Torahs that contain within them, of course. The Shittas Achasidus, uh, but not in a way that's clarified and systemized. It's just very, very difficult. It's difficult, it's impossible to understand the Shittas Achasidus through those svar. The Baltani was the first one to write such a sefer, and really, in the, all of the years that have passed, there is nothing like it. There, there's absolutely nothing that can compare to the to Tanya in terms of being systematic. And the method of the, uh, the sheet of the Baal Shem Tov, there's no other sefer like it. Since it was written, nothing has been written in, that can compare to it in that way. Of the clarity and the and the methodology of 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 Tanya. Therefore, any person who has a connection to whatever school of chassidus that individual is belongs to or is interested in is connected to, the olive base is to learn Tanya. It's always the olive base toward Tanya. Sefer Tanya, Sefer Rishon Shenechta, Kemavar Shittas Achasidus, Hein Bavodis Adam. So the first part of the Sefer, this is the Sefer Shalbein, and in those fifty-three chapters, are to are to explain systematically and clearly the the Avodis the Avodis Hashem of a Jew according to the Balshamtiv. What does it mean to be an Eved Hashem according to the Balshamtiv? Vehein bekesha chazak ben ha'elum ben ha'kadosh baruch hu, and then in Shari Yichud Vamuna, the second chelik of Tanya, there the Alter Rebbe is focusing on on the relationship between uh, between existence, creation, and ha'kadosh baruch hu. What does creation mean? Where is Hashem in creation? What we're talking about? Vashulchan Aruch. And the Rav Shulchan Aruch, who has Sefer HaHilchos Yaharishin, is the first halachic Sefer, Asher Baharaz Rabbo HaMagim Mezvich. He was instructed, the Tanya, the Baal was very young, he was instructed by the Mezvich HaMagid to write this Shulchan Aruch. Posek es halachis lemaise yachidim tamein. We're 
the Psaq Halacha is written together with the reasons for the mitzvahs, with the reasons for the Halacha. These these two important creations, Hamevatois as the Dulosohatsuma Bishnait Khumihatara that express his extraordinary greatness in both parts of Torah. Khilika Nigla, the revealed Torah, the Khilika Nistashaba and the concealed the hidden Torah. Near Moses Bishmosh Admahazakin are alluded to or hinted at in his name. Shneya which is Shnei Iris, the two lights of Torah. Shnei Ha'iris, Shalat Torah. Ha'or Ha'nigla, the light of revealed Torah. Halacha and so on. Ha'or Ha'nistashaba, and the light of, of hidden Torah. His galu bi'ishiyuso bimla'otzmaisa, were revealed in his in his personality and who he was in the most powerful way. V'davazek yishalatzmo, who who hachidish agol and this itself is a tremendous chidish. Hachibur v'hamizug, this connection, the, this integration ben nishmosa deraisa, between the soul of the Torah, the hidden Torah, legufa deraisa, and the body of the Torah, which is halacha, ben hanista the hidden Torah, lenigleshaba and the revealed Torah. This is a chidish we've been learning over the past few years for different sadikim where we've seen emphasis on this connection between, in their teachings, between the Nigla and the Nista. This Shulah Shemitah I hope we'll be able to work on the Lubavitcher Rebbe Shulah This connection between Nigla and Nista, and, and the Baltani was unique in this. La'amita Shodavar, ha'chidosh ha'gadl v'chibor, ben shnei ha'chalakim, etzor ben ha'zakim, it's not just that the Tanya was original and a tremendous machadis in these two areas of Torah, revealed and hidden. But the very establishment of Chabad Chasidis by the Baal Tanya in itself is itself an integration of the hidden part of Torah and the revealed Torah. This revelation of the Derech HaBal Shemtev through his Rebbe, the Mizrit Shemagid, in the way of Chochma, Bina, and Das of Chabad, the wellsprings, the deep hidden wellsprings of Nista Shabbatayra, of the hidden part of Torah, are revealed to such a degree, that was the entire tachlis of all that the Alter Rebbe did, and the chiddush of Chabad Chasidus is that is that the light of the light of Hashem should be understood, comprehended, and grasped in the mind of a person in the deepest way. That one should that one can understand a lokus the way that one can understand the blood Gemara. That's the chiddush. And one must understand the Lakus and think about God and be and, and live in that world of contemplating God <coughs> and understanding Elokus the way that he understands the Nigla of Torah, the revealed part of Torah. This wondrous integration or connection between those two worlds of Nigla and Nista 
is taking that which was Nista, the, the deepest, most hidden concepts of Elokus, of Kabbalah, and explaining them in such a way that they are nigla, that the mind can understand and can comprehend. That's the Chiddush of the Baltan. This, of course, caused commotion within within the Chassidus itself. And there was Machlokas, as you know, against the, against the Derech of, of the Alter Rebbe, and explaining, and explaining um, Sisrei Torah, even among the Talmudia Bosham. Not everybody agreed with this, with his method of doing it. That's not for now. This great wonder, the revelation of the most hidden aspects of Torah, in the human mind, was expressed by Rebbe Yitzchak Baditshira, in his famous, in his famous uh, saying regarding the Sefer Tanya, What is that? You've heard this before. When the Tanya was first brought to the Badit Shiva, Ian Barab Levi Yitzchak, he looked carefully into it. And afterwards he said with great excitement, how is it possible that he was able to take such a big Rabbanishlalam and squeeze him into such a small Sefer? How could he take the infinite light of God and 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 squeeze it into a little Sefer like this? It's not a big Sefer, it's a small Sefer. Rabbi Yol explains that the Bidditch was not only talking about that it's a physically small it's a small sefer that doesn't have many pages. El Musag, sefer. The very musag, the, the very concept of there being a book. A book means to contain, to limit, to be mitzam same. When Shlomo Melech was was told to build the Beis Hamikdash, he was he was astonished. And he said, how could it be? How could it be that the infinite God <coughs> can enter into a building? What does that mean? What does it mean? And the same way that Moshe Rabbeinu stood in astonishment outside the Mishkan at the end of Sefer Shemais. How could that be? How could it be? What does that mean? By definition, Hashem is, is, is built in Bogbal. He can't be contained. A Sefer, a building, how could it be? <coughs> a book means katnus last Shabbos I, last Shabbos some of you were there so I, 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 I mentioned as I was talking about this I told the story from one of the early Talmud of Hashem where there was a where there was a uh, uh, he was a, 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 a genius and and was saying over unbelievable tyrants, and there was a, a an ambitious chassid that wanted to that wanted to uh, write over the tyrants of of of, uh, of his rabbi, and uh, without without any permission, he went ahead and he he wrote he wrote uh, a year's worth of of his rabbi's tyrants, and he presented them to the rabbi. This this fellow also had 
a uh, photographic memory, and he wrote down all the Torahs from Shabbos exactly word for word what the Rebbe said. Word for word what the Rebbe said. And he was expecting, to, of course, to, to, for the Rebbe to be very pleased with this. He came with this, and, <clears throat> and he showed it to the Rebbe, and the Tzaddik looked at it, the Tzaddik looked at it for a few minutes, and he wasn't excited at all. And the uh, and, and the Talmud, the Chassid asked, Rebbe, is there something that wasn't accurate? Is there something that I, I, I was in? Incorrect. I didn't put down the right words. It wasn't what you said. So the Rebbe said that it was, it was, it was, it was exactly word for word what I said. But he, he was not pleased. And and the example that he gave, the example that he gave, was he he asked him, "Did you ever see? Did you ever see a, a lumberjack cutting? You know, a lumberjack cutting down trees?" He said, "Yes." Did you ever see a painting of a lumberjack? He said, "Yes." He says, are they the same? He said, they look the same. But the Rebbe said they're completely different. And the difference is that every single time that the lumberjack picked up the axe, he would give a, give a crack, so I try, oi! And he would give a clap to the tree. So then another time, oi! He'd give a crack. So the, so the tzaddik said that you were, able to, you were able to record word for word what I said, which is, of course, admirable. But the only way that those words were able to penetrate into the hearts of the Hasidim is because of the oi, when I said them. It's because of the krechs, the oi. It doesn't just mean an oi. It's something, of course, that's infinite, that's intangible. It's not something that you could that you could put into a, into a book that could be contained in a building. Now, that's with a tzaddik, uh, then infinitely, Allah has come a infinite amount of times. It's not just how do you, how do you put elokus into the base Mikdash? How do you put elokus? Shlomo said, "Hashem Shemai, lo yichalkeluch." All the heavens can't contain Hashem. We don't un- to understand what's the oy of Hashem, what's the krechts of Hashem. That's why when it comes to ourselves as well, only as and that's why I was explaining the chiddush of why is it those that you remember that why is it that Yisro. It wasn't enough to Yisro, for Yisro to get a, 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 a to, to get a uh, you know an email of Moshe Ben Tyre. Why couldn't Moshe, Why couldn't Yisro just stay in Midian and get an email, <clears throat> or why couldn't he just you know Skype with with Moshe Ben or they could have come a couple of shluchim and could have said over some Moshe Ben Tyre. Yisro could have become a big Tamachach. He didn't have to go to the tzaddik. Why couldn't he become? He could have become a Yusuf Tamachachim if he would have studied the material, sitting in Midian. He would have studied all the material. It could have all been sent to him. To Moshe and his father-in-law, he would have sent the finest uh, teachers to te- to teach to teach Yisro. The Teretz is that that's that he would have received word for word a transcription of uh, uh, um, of Moshe Benu's words. But it wouldn't have been with the oi of the tzaddik. It wouldn't have been with that infinite light that it comes to Hashem through the mouth of the tzaddik and the heart of the tzaddik. And that when a Jew opens himself up and allows himself to be cracked open by the acts of the tzaddik, then something else happens. It's not the same thing as a computer. It's not the same thing as, a, as, as reading something in a book. And that's what I explained last Shabbos, that all books are bedevit. All swam, as wonderful as they are, and as much as it's the best we could do with it, we can't, we just don't have the ability to see the Chassam Seifer. So, so we buy the Chassam Seifer. And we try to learn the Chassam Seifer. 
but it's it's not the chesam seifer. It's just it's not the same thing. Say eighty percent of communication is nonverbal. Eighty percent. Yeah, the words mean nothing. If you're writing a script, you could write the word hello. It could be hello. It could be hello. Right. It has nothing to do with the word. It's all in the right. How you, right. How you gave it right. over. And how much more so when it comes to the deepest, deepest concepts and the deepest truths of Elokus, then see, it's infinitely more than that. And that's what the tzaddik was saying: is that you you did a very nice job, but it's just uh, it's just the, the it's just the oil. And then when you go from a safer to a computer, then you understand you're going down another level, taking a big jump also. It's a safer already. There's there's a there's a kedusha to a safer. The safer is. <clears throat> the Sefer is devoted exclusively to Dvar Hashem. Mm. And it's imprinted with the will of God and with the thoughts of God that as they came through that tzaddik, or as they came through, or the, or the Torah itself, or Torah's Moshe. So I find it unbelievably disturbing that there are now people, they don't just look up something, on the, I understand looking up on the computer. It's unbelievable. You're able to look something up. That's terrific. But there are people that sit and learn from a computer. That's another step away from Moshe Rabbein. Mm. It's Chavah. It's another step away from the Chassam Sefer. It's hard enough to learn the Chassam Sefer in the Sefer Chassam Sefer without the Chassam Sefer being with us in the room. And then, then you move it another place. Again, you're moving it away with a with a computer, and you're looking at a screen, which is a electronical thing that has under all kinds of has in it the potential for all kinds of all kinds of other things. Mm-hmm. It's not not Dvarim Shabbagdusha. It's one thing to look something up. It's another thing for a person to sit and to learn. I see the guys in the Bishmeres that are doing this. They sit. You see, I, I asked the Bachel last week. His Chavus is sitting with a Gemara, and he's sitting at the table next to him. He's sitting with a the Chavus has a Gemara, and he's sitting looking at the Gemara on the, on this on this computer. I said, well, so I asked him, why don't you just use a Gemara? He said he finds it's easier to look ahead or to look back or to hear the same. He can look at the Gemara, then in a second he can look up the, the this or look up that. I said, look up Bachel, use the Gemara. Then you want to look up, so look up. Even the Messias Nefesh of carrying a Rashba to the Besa Medrash, we don't have to have anymore. We used to at least carry from the Besa Medrash. We didn't always get to learning them, but you know, when you carried it, it was also something. <laughs> so then what's going to be? It's the Swarm going to be gone. That's just going to happen. We're not going to use Swarm. It's just another step away from the Tzadik. So we don't have the Ksavyad, you know, the handwriting of the Tzadik, which you know, is priceless when you can have something from the Tzadik's hand. Even a, a few sentences or a few words from the tzaddik's hand—that's already. That's a, for that you, ha, you have to be a rich person. But then, but then we have svarim. Okay, svarim. This has kedusha in it. It's, it's saturated with the dvar Hashem, with the lakus. It's filled with the lakus. But the but the, the people daven from a daven from a phone. You, see, you ever see such thing? The people daven from a phone. They bench from a phone. They daven from a phone. Not, not so good. <laughs> you say you say gestures make a big I'm making a gesture <laughs> Davin from a phone when that phone falls down you kiss it when the phone falls you kiss it no no why not because it has nothing in it when the sitter falls down you run and you and you jump you jump you grab the sitter and you give it a kiss because the sitter is that sitter was printed for one reason, mm. for Jew to daven. The computer was made for you to do countless things, and if you're interested, even disgusting things. 
the siddur is only made for you to know. It waits for you on the shelf till you pick it up. Mm. And then when you open the siddur, it says, Baruch and, and the siddur is excited that you're, that you're davening. Mm. When, you, when you pick up the computer, the computer says, It's your call, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> what do you like? What's your pleasure? Mm. What's your pleasure? Phone to daven from a phone? It's lifeless. It's empty. Mm. Daven from a phone. What's the matter with what's the matter with with, with, with getting a little sidral, a little minchamarv, a little, a little bench? What's wrong with that? It's easier to use a phone. It's more convenient to use a phone. Yeah. Yeah. The little minchamarv is heavy. The bench is heavy. It's not When the computer doesn't work anymore, you 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 bury it. <laughs> While you're alive, the computer buries you. <laughs> you don't bury the computer. The computer buries you. It doesn't have any. It doesn't have any life. It's not something which is alive. It's safer. Again, the safer itself. to be to come from the mouth of a living master. And that that we would sit around in a circle listening to Rabbi Akiva. Could you imagine? To sit around and to listen to Rabbi Akiva, to watch Rabbi Akiva, to listen to Rabbi Akiva. But the lays brayer, Eislasus Lasham. What can we do? So we have, we have the we have Svar, we have the Gemara, but but the, the, the computer doesn't have the ability to give a crash. The siddur something something still of a crash. I'm not saying it's forbidden according to Allah. Rav Ozner tainted that it could be a question in halacha as well. Because you're not allowed to hold on in your hand something expensive when you're davening because you can't concentrate because you might drop it. It could get ruined. Hmm. So Rav Ozner wrote in one place that he, he, he said that it could possibly be something which is not allowed according to halacha. Because when, you, if you, when you're davening, you should be concentrating and you're holding your, uh, your thing. So it's not much anything. Obviously, it's an expensive thing when you're holding a phone, something which is expensive. Like holding holding a sitter, again, which is completely for the purpose of davening. So one is more; it's part of your kavana when you're holding the sitter and you're looking inside the sitter. But when you're but when you're um, holding the phone, the phone has many many other things, and it's an expensive device, and uh, and it's a question. He he questioned whether in halach you're allowed to daven from a phone. Sometimes it rings <laughs> when you when you bring yeah. on it. Yeah. So it's a question of halach. Let's get back. Even a safer. No, because there, there, Rav Ozna said the person's because of the because of the kedusha of the kedusha the person is attaches himself to it, similar to what we're saying about Nor Pnimi. He binds himself to it. But when it's when it's a gadget that has a million other things, so there's no there's no there's no, in, there's no interaction. Because of the, the, not because it's expensive. Because you might drop the expensive cipher. Yeah. That, that 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 I never. Did. I mean, I could see what you're talking about because you get interrupted. You know, yeah, you're going to be interrupted. Yeah, but that's that wasn't that's not even the main point. But anyway, that's not the because you know with the expense thing. That's uh, that's an interesting question. I don't know, but but uh, the the first part is not a matter of halach. It's a matter of. Jewish sensitivities, which is very hard nowadays to find. Just Jewish sense to be sensitive to that. That there's a difference between a siddur and, and, and a phone. 
There's a difference between the two. So when the when the when the Kedushas Levi said that he that how is it possible to to put the infinite God into such into a sefer? Sefer Tanah Boni B'Tzuras Sichlis. What the what the Bedicha was saying is just not wow. There are only a few pages to this, and it's pretty it's pretty good how he did that. What he's what he's saying, of course, is that that the, the Tanya is Boni B'Tzuras Sichlis. The Tanya is built in the way of Seichel. Again, systematically. It's built in such a way, scientifically. That's how the Tanya, that's how the Tanya is constructed. What the Vedic was saying is that for the first time, the human mind will be able to actually comprehend not the infinite one himself, God. But we'll be able to comprehend in the, in the highest way possible, God. The mind is the is the safer into which the Balatanya transcribed these these Torahs, these teachings. The Adam, that the human mind will now be able to have a grasp of of Elokus. Because you could only try to explain something if it's something which can possibly be explained, or else there's no tachlis to explain it. And something which is infinite, why, why, why even begin? Why start? When the mind can contain something, then then you explain it. But Akash Baruch Hu is, is infinite. And no mind can, can grasp Hashem. Shum nivra. Nothing that exists. Even the highest. Even Moshe Rabbeinu. And Yochel Lahasiyuka cannot grasp Hashem. The Khan, B'Sefer Tanya, what the Bidditch was saying, but yet here in this Sefer, in Tanya, some wondrous thing is taking place. That the infinite light of Hashem is being brought al sefer into a book. That can be understood by 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 any intelligent person. Without the teaching, without the Rebbe, just again the, uh, when you learn the introduction, the Tanya himself explains why he had to do this. These were originally these were originally conversations that the Alter Rebbe had with people who would come for Yechidas, but because things had grown to such a degree, it became impossible to communicate the Devar Hashem. So he himself is saying that this is a bedavid. That's the whole introduction of the Baltanya. That that the fact that these uh, they were originally sent around to all the communities of the Chassidim uh, as contrasts and pages that were copied, and the Alter Rebbe says that this is this is not this this can't possibly substitute for the Yechidas for the conversation between the Rebbe and the Chassid, but it's impossible to, to reach everybody. That's, that's, that's why Svarim, it's impossible. Just, there's no time, he said, for everybody to come. In the beginning, he would, it would be Yechidus with individual people, but then it became impossible. Meaning the truth is that, and that's what that story is about with the Ari, the truth is that Lechat Chila, the way to learn is a way of his kashas is be sitting together with the, to sit together with the Rebbe. 
And then, as you were saying, David, every single nuance and every single gesture and every single crash, that is, that's the axe that, that opens up the, the, the student's heart to, to help the words penetrate. It's a big bedeva that we don't have, that, that, we don't, that we don't have the Rebbe here anymore, that, that, that the tzaddik is not here. But second best is, is, to, is to try to, to, to convey his feelings and his thoughts into, into the Sefer itself. And by learning Tanya, since it's clear and systematic, and this goes back to what we were just learning, that the mind of the Rebbe, meeting the, right, the mind of the Talmud, and the Alt Rebbe did a wondrous thing to write such a Sefer in such a clear way that it's able to speak to, 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 to anybody who... who, who who makes the effort to understand it, to learn it, on that person's level. It's not just a question of inspiration, but to understand Elokus, that it should penetrate into the mind, that it should penetrate into the mind, into the heart, into the soul, that it, a person should become filled with the Or Pnimi of Torah and the Derech HaBosham. It's a Chiddush of the Tanya that has not been replicated. There is no sefer that has ever been written. It's like the, in Chassid, it's like the time. Nothing, nothing that comes close to it. Not because, not that there aren't other magnificent svar, but that systematically take the infinite God and bring him down to our way of thinking and understanding. There is nothing that can compare to it. that one can comprehend intellectually. In one's mind, the the yisodas of Amuna, the basics of Amuna, hanishmas is how built That is infinite, the infinite light of Hashem. Pella zegodel, od yoser. I mean, that's what a pella is. What's a pella? Like like after a person uses the bathroom, so rofe kolbasu or mafli lasos. Mafli means Hashem does a wondrous thing, and as is explained by the by the Ramah, that the wonder is that. Hashem places the soul in the body. That shidduch of the soul and the body is the greatest wonder. It's a pella. It's a pella. How can it be that, that, that a physical... Forget about the base of Migdash and a, and a Sefer. How does the body contain a soul? The body is something which is finite, which is limited. And the most mundane, obvious demonstration of how limited and finite it is the fact that a person has to go to the bathroom. And into that, into that kli, into that body that is capable of, of, uh, of producing what takes place in the bathroom, that schmutz, that filth, into that physical, physical, coarse, physical piece of flesh and blood, Hashem infused the soul, the, li- his li- the living soul of God. It's the, it's the, it's the greatest pella of all. It's a wonder. And that's how the and that's how the the Ramah explains the bracha of Rofikal Basu Umafli Lasos. The Pella, the wonder, is so obvious when a person when a person is able to come out from the bathroom to say, Ashayosas Adam Khachum and so on. Bokh Rofikal Basu Mafli Lasas that 
How could it be that Akash, that Akash Baruch Hu took the soul of a Jew, which is a chelik alakamimal, which is which is infinite, and infused it into a into into a piece of, of flesh and blood, which we can't even understand. I'm not, I don't know if science tries to explain this. It doesn't. Like how is it that 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 piece of that piece of of meat inside a person's skull? How how is it possible? Like for the, not only the rugged shavu, just like numbskulls like us. How how is that possible? That the Rogachev had that in his head. But how is it how is it possible for a piece of a, a, a piece of flesh? How is it possible for for like a you ever see such a thing in a spare rib or a pastrami sandwich? How is it possible that that that, that it should be such a thing that in, in that piece of flesh there should be? So I don't know they have fancy words to explain this thing. This is buzzing and this is zapping and this is buzzing. Okay, you try doing that. What is that? And then again, it's not an ormakif like an, you could put information to a machine too. Nowadays we see that, but it's an ormakif. It's not orpanimi. It's a makif. It's not. It doesn't. It's not. It's not. It doesn't penetrate into the into into the machine itself. If your computer starts to have its own days, you better get out of the house. <laughs> if he starts to, if he starts to express to you his own opinions, you you gotta leave. So they, I mean, they make this thing, like uh, one of the one of the kids was showing me that you could ask, you could ask the the the, the lady on the, that you could ask her some question, like so. <coughs> it's programmed to answer what? Artificial intelligence. Yeah, it's artificial intelligence. So you, could, when you say how you how are you feeling? You could ask this girl on the computer, "How do you feel?" Subshot. What do you think? It's programmed to answer that it responds to certain questions a certain way. So when some shaita stands there asking a computer, "How do you feel?" She says, "Fine." And how are you today? That's a, the person gets all excited that he has such a, a unbelievable thing that he's able to answer to say, "Fine." How are you today? It's a chance. <laughs> but this is that, that there's able to be a piece a, a, a mind that's able to contain and that the body is a Bes HaMikdash Bilvavi Mishkan Evne B'Shachanti B'Soycham what is it? B'Shachanti Asuli Mikdash coming next week to the parish B'Shachanti B'Soycham which the Asuli HaKadosh and all this from say means in each and every Jew also, the mikdash shechanti b'sachem doesn't just mean the mishkan. It means in the mind and the heart of a Jew, the infinite light of God. It's a power. God is everything, and everything is God, and it's Hashem anyway. So, what's the? It's not as big of a power because it is Hashem itself. The power is that we're able to understand. Yeah. Everything is, but the the worm doesn't get it. Mm. The the flower doesn't get it, but we're able to get it. Not not himself, the essence, but we're able to. To get a lot. But nature gets it better than us. No, nature. They always sing the Shira of Hashem. That's nature is an expression of the Shira of Hashem, but it doesn't understand it. So the movements of the leopard are an expression of the infinite will of God. But if you sit down and have a serious talk with the leopard, it's not going <laughs> to. So, what are your thoughts about uh, Tanya, Breslov? What do you What do you prefer? The, the, free will. the leopard will just chew and your head off. The free will that will <laughs> yeah, it's not. A, it's not to be compared. Okay, Mr. we'll continue with the mind. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.